Hey, it's Bill Simmons. I have some good news for you. The hottest take. It's back. Oh, yeah. Monday through Thursday, four times a week, you hear from me, Chris Ryan, Sean Fantasy, Mallory Rubin, Wazdeen Lambrey, Van Lathan, Julie Lippman, many other ringer staffers. You get one take, you got to defend it to the death. Sports takes, pop culture takes, food takes, airplane takes. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. First episode drops August 29th. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a very delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Circle, enter group chat. Hello, and welcome everybody to It Was All A Stream on the Ringer Reality TV Podcast. I'm Jimmy Dineron, and I'm here with reality TV junkie and podcaster, Zach Peter. Zach, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What a great way to start off the new year with everything that has, has transpired within the circle in these past four episodes, Jomi. I'm very excited because I feel like some of my predictions came true. Oh, you know, we, we will get to that. Just, yes. I can't we will wait. Into that. I'm gloating this week. I have a new year glow, and it's not because I got laid. Hey, congratulations. What are your resolutions this year? Obviously, you know, you ended 2022 with like, you know, as high as you can get. What are, what are you trying to get into in 2023, Zach? I'm going to just continue being the legend that I know that I am, Jomi. I'm going to keep doing mm. me, living life, and tearing it up and making killer predictions. That's what I love to hear. That's what I love that. Let's go. What about you? Is this a new year, new you? No, I'm staying the same. I entered my villain arc in 2022, and I'm not changing. Love it. I'm not changing for love anybody. It. Yeah. We're going to be recapping The Circle Season 5, and today we're here to talk about episodes 5 through 8. Zach, you're ready. I know you're locked in. I'm locked in. Let's get into it. So last we left off The Circle... We got our guy, Shuby, Shubam, entering the circle for the second time. And this time, he is given the profile of Sasha, a 23-year-old blogger. I, I don't know how that's going to go for him, just like off the bat, just off the rip. What do you think, Zach? Producer set him up to fail, and he failed. I mean, come on. Uh, this, uh, first of all, he cannot be, he was barely good at being himself on the circle, let alone having to be somebody else completely different that is so foreign to him. A woman that's a blogger and so and so focused on social media is the complete opposite of Shuby. And I mean, they were setting him up to fail because they knew there was no way he could make it to the end. I mean, come on. As soon as I saw the profile, I was like, oh, he's cooked. <laughs> he's cooked. There's no way. And he did. He did his best, right? Like he tried to make he her, did, you know, like no, a he did not logger. do his best. He did the worst, Jomi. He did his absolute worst. Any possible <laughs> wrong turn that he could take. He took it all the way off the cliff. Like the best thing to do was keep a low profile. Don't engage very much. Kind of keep it superficial. Act a little coy and shy and hope that they can't spot your flaws. But he did the complete opposite of that. He went and he went hard. He went, he did go hard. And we will, we will get into the specifics of that mm -hmm. later. We got Tasia also entering the circle as Tamira, a makeup artist. What did you think of her right off the bat? 
smart. You know, she picked her girlfriend. And so I was like, okay, Tasha, like, I'm kind of, you know, I think this is somewhat of a smart move. She came with her handy dandy notebook. She had all her notes. She's like, okay, I'm supposed to know about makeup. So let me make sure I have a lot of notes set about, you know, different types of makeup. So I think she came very well prepared and she picked someone that was close to her that she could kind of embody from afar. Smart move. Mm-hmm. I like that move too. For a, for a season that's supposed to be for singles, not a lot of single people in the circle. It's uh, it's interesting how that how that goes. I mean, you can use it as a ploy, right? Like, oh yeah, we're all committing single and doing the thing. But then there's like a little little bit of inauthentic- inauthenticity to it, which I think is kind of yeah, like there's no real dating ah. aspect. The only ones that have a potential of dating are Zanthi and Brett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I like I like Brett. I don't think I don't I I don't think Zanthi is is his type. You know, really? What do you think his little... type is? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I'm single. No, I think I think Brett's type. You know, blonde. You know, very. You know, very outside. Like I, I guess Zanthi would. Nah, I just feel like. Zanti, you know, would 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 like be like Brett, you know, you know, your my plants are important. Brett's like Brett, I'm not worried about your your ficus. All right, I got things to do. I listen. It's, I'm pretty sure if she wanted to show him her ficus, he would be all about it. He'd be like, "Let me water your plants." <laughs> I will. I mean, I thought it was interesting that like they put them together like that. You know, no, like normally, I mean that this happened before, but like especially in this season, to see if anything would happen, just love would spark. I mean, it's only been a couple. It's only been you know halfway through the season, but I don't know. I'd be, I'd be interested. I can to see, what happens see her afterwards. falling for. I can see her falling for him and him not being into her. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, so with Tamira and Sasha now in the circle, they got to compete against each other. You know, to find out who's going to follow them, right? And the twist with this is whoever follows whoever's on their team who gets the most amount of votes is safe from elimination. Other team who does or the other team with the least amount of votes is up to get blocked. And whoo, this starts a whole thing in the circle, right? And so Sasha and Bruno say they have each other's backs, but. Sasha Shubham lose the competition and then he has to send either Jen or Bruno home and that that is that is just tough sledding I, it's interesting it's interesting because like normally with the circle we're used to the rankings right and whoever's at the top makes the decisions and whoever's at the bottoms you know up for elimination whereas in this case like the twists and turns are are very interesting um I I was sad that Xanthi and Brett chose the wrong team because I obviously like Auntie Jen and I like them together as a duo. They've won me over. But I feel like it was dumb of them to choose Sasha. Like Sasha was never going to be a front runner or a contender. The fact that they were like, let's think about who's going to be the more (laughs) popular one. Sasha was not the immediate option. And I I mean, of course, Bruno was the only one dumb enough to vote for Sasha, but also Sasha Shuby said that, like, I got your back. You vote for me and I'll make sure you don't go home. And obviously Shuby's a man of his word. (laughs) Very much so. It's one of those unfortunate things, I think, where, you know, you talk to somebody and like, oh, cool, I have your back, but I don't think Auntie Jen got, like, you know, was thinking too critically about it. They just heard, oh, we got our back. I'm locking in with Sasha. Whereas, you know, you look at everybody else, they're all like, oh, Team Tamara, easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, where was the foresight? Where was the 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 lot, the thought process that they lacked? Because I'm with you. I love Auntie Jen. I think that dynamic is fun. I want them to be in the circle as long as they can. But come on, man. Where's the, where's the energy? Where's the... You know, worth using your medulla umlingata there. It's is disappointing, and ultimately, it almost cost cost them. Shout out to Tom though. Tom was like, "Hey, Jen's my girl," and gives her the big ups to Sasha. Don't send, don't send her home. Tom's like, "You can't send Auntie Jen home because I rock, I rock with her." 
I want Tom to win or I want Auntie Jen to win. Those are who I'm hoping take us all the way to the end, Jomi. I wanted Marvin to take me all the way to the end. I but, mean, come um, on. I warned you. Uh, let's, let me just get us out the way real quick. Um, I am Nigerian. Marvin is Nigerian. I don't know if our listeners are tapped into Love is Blind as well, but SK is also Nigerian. I don't know if you guys... give me, give me, Let me give you a quick rundown what happened on that show. SK was with Raven. It was all great. They did end up getting married, but it turns out after the show, SK was out there with extracurriculars on the side. He was wild, right? And so I came to the show hoping Marvin would not embarrass me the way that SK did. Nigerian men, we already take enough heat as it is. And Marvin went and um, ultimately disappointed me. And Zach, you were 100% correct. You saw this coming. You had the foresight. You had the vision. Please speak on it. I said he was not actually into Raven and he was using Raven as a strategy to get him to the end. And I said he was going to break Raven's heart. And boom, what do we see this week? He broke Raven's heart. He's clearly flirting with the women in the circle as a strategy to get them. Because I think he thinks that like, if I get a woman, if I show my interest to a woman and she then thinks that I'm loyal to her, she's going to have my back ride or die until the end. And so that's what he was expecting. And he didn't realize that you know, obviously his game was about to get blown up. You can't tell more than one woman that she's your queen and then expect her to not talk to the other women when we're all in the same game and we're all in the same circle and we all have the same opportunity to make it to the end. He just, I I think I, I called him a bit of a mastermind and I still am not fully convinced that I'm wrong with that. I still think that he's... I mean, well, actually, he kind of came off really dumb these last couple of weeks or these last couple <laughs> of episodes. <laughs> he, okay, so my mastermind theory was that he was really trying to play dumb and that he, he was a lot smarter than he was coming off. I think he definitely was playing a game. He was definitely playing a strategy and flirting was his strategy. He's maybe not as big of a mastermind as I thought he was. Um but I, I lost faith in Marvin, and but I was glad that I was I was vindicated. Yeah, you you mentioned it, but like even in like in high school, right? You couldn't talk to. I don't know how your high school was, Zach, but I had a small high school. It's only like a hundred kids in my grade, four hundred kids in the school total. You couldn't talk to somebody without the whole school right. finding out, right? Everybody would know, like, oh well, you know, she's with him. But I saw him and her talking. So, like, what's going on? Ba da 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 da. I I can't wrap my head around how Marvin didn't think this would not blow up in his face like like TNT, like he was the like an Acme Dynamite kid. Like, what's going on? Like, I just cannot believe the what was going on in his head. Especially, we'll get into the nitty gritty in a little bit. Like, they 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 have the uh, the clay the clay contest. And he wins a date with Tamira. Didn't get to pick, right? But, you know, even and, and Raven was like, cool, that's totally fine. Go out, talk to her. Because, again, he called her his queen. Doesn't yes. get more doesn't get more serious in the circle than that, right? So, so she, she felt secure, yeah. She felt so secure. She was like, go do your thing. And then Marvin went in the, in the, in the date and was wildin was absolutely wildin and he thought, didn't have to go that cool. hard he did yeah, not like if he just would have flirt fine let flirting be your strategy and you can flirt with a girl without giving her the full so, like give her just the tip right we don't need yeah. to go all the way because raven's got the full thing that like we'll give tamara just the tip and we'll you know we'll tease it a little bit and we'll be like okay i like you there's a little bit of attraction but we don't have to go as hard as we actually went and then he called her his queen which was just like the ultimate double uh, cross i mean i'm sitting there i'm watching and i'm like you know he because she 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 was talking about how she wanted that. She wanted that level of vindication. She wanted that level of no, like, all right, Marvin's on my team. And I'm like, Marvin, you can't, you can't fall for this. Like, you, you just cannot do this right now. You got to understand where you're at, your place. You've already made that, you know, commitment to Raven. Be smart. Just, you know, settle back a little bit. 
even if he had, maybe if he hasn't done that, because he had been, you know, like we said, wilding before, if he hadn't done that, you might think like, okay, you know, he didn't call her his queen. He might have been wilding. You might be able to salvage that. But once he called Tamira's queen, I was like, oh, this dude's done. It's, there's, there's no way this doesn't come up. There's no way he doesn't get cooked for this. It's all over. He could. He still had a chance to fix it, though. He did. You I think? feel like I think once it came out, like once the next game came and they were starting to come at him and ask him questions about his loyalty to the women in the circle and you know to the the many light ladies that he was talking to, even though he was only talking to two. But I feel <laughs> like in that moment, had he just owned it and been like, you know what? I gen- I'm somebody that wears my heart on my sleeve. And when I make an instant connection with somebody, I make an instant connection with them. I never fully committed to either of these women, but I, I'm somebody that just leads with my heart and doesn't always think with my brain. Sometimes my other head gets to operate. And I think this time it was a combination of the little head with the big heart that just guided me in the wrong Mm. direction. And I was just too caught up in the moment. And I didn't mean to hurt you guys. And I'm sorry, but I'm a lover and I just have a big heart. And had he leaned with that, I think there would have been a sliver of salvation for him. But he just totally avoided the question and tried to throw down the feminist card and hoped that that was going to get him to the end. And it just blew up in his face. He could have also gone to Raven and been like, listen, boo, I crossed the line. I'm sorry. I screwed up. Give me a second chance. I mean, even Chloe (laughs) gave Tristan eight chances. Yeah. He absolutely, I think honesty would have been the best policy there, but ultimately, ah, did not go down like that. So they got to send somebody home. They had to send somebody home, Sasha, and she made the call. She said, Bruno, a.k.a. Billie Jean, back home across the pond. Um, I thought this was, you know, obviously where those going to go. I was not surprised that this is where yeah. this went. Um, it was Billy Jean's time. Bruno had been in the circle, like just barely escaped elimination the last time. And so it was all, the writing was definitely on the wall. Tom had made the call for Jen. It just felt like it was lights up for Bruno. Bruno didn't bring anything to the circle. He didn't have any solid connections with anybody. He wasn't that likable. Like, to me, there was nothing that Bruno brought to the table that would have made him last any longer. If anything, having Shuby's word and saying, like, I'm going to have your back, that was the only redemption that would have gotten him to the next week. But that ultimately ended up blowing up Shuby's game as well. Yeah, that... Because really Bruno was like, like if I'm going out, then I'm going out shots fired. Let's go. I'm burning this house down with me. Hey, look, came out was like, and you know, good people said they got your back. People said they got your back, but really they don't. I would, like, if I were, woo! if I were Bruno, I would have torched it, and I would have been like, Sasha gave me her. Don't trust that bitch. No, <laughs> liar, manipulator conned me and you know what Mel- Marvin slid into my DMs too I would have burned them all to the ground I would have been like I'm done then you're all done just just went full scorched earth on the circle yes, yeah like Brett incredible. did on his way out oh, that's what we need that's the energy we need it's game time let's get quizzical quizzical I can't I can't not sing it when I see it written out like that I just have to <laughs> Nobody gets tripped up too much. It's not the, um, you know, I think, Anthony, honestly, the questions weren't crazy hard. I think ultimately what it came down to was if you're, you know, being a catfish or you're lying in your profile, you know, do you want to get this question right? So it tracks. And Marvin okay. got, he, they asked, you know, what was the first element of the periodic table? And, if, you know, because he chose science for whatever reason. And he said hydrogen, which... Again, is the right answer. Let's be very clear, you know. But Marvin, he's 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 an engineer in real life, but he came in as a physical therapist or a physical trainer, sorry. Did this track in your head, Zach? I think people made it out to be a bigger deal than I thought that like why why is it just because he's a physical trainer he can't also be smart? Like if yeah. he's trying to sell us on being the full package, he's got the body and he's got the brains. 
you know? So I was like, I didn't think that that was that incriminating. I did think it was a little weird um, that he chose science, but I I was like, but that's not like of all the other people that, you know, could have really missed the mark on it. I didn't think that that, I mean, I didn't know hydrogen i was with okay periodic table what's a a <laughs> aluminum okay like to me i thought it was alphabetical order but also i'm blonde so i to me it just didn't check but i didn't think it was that bad to be honest i am with you 100 i i was thinking about it i'm like yeah the first you know element of the periodic table is hydrogen you learn that in seventh grade like that's not the most craziest thing to know but tom was not having it Tom was like, he knows hydrogen is the first element periodic table. He's clearly a fake. He's clearly a fraud. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like very... They went kind of hard. But I also think that's part of the game, right? You have to try and pick apart every little thing to try and see who the catfish actually are. That's true. That's true. Speaking of Tom and Marvin, Marvin slides into Tom's DMs and is like, hey, man, my boy, I had a talk with Tamira. And it was sexy, and it was hot, and it was flirty, da-da-da. Tom is not a fan, to say the absolute least, of the boy locker room talk. He does not enjoy it at all. Well, because he has no game. Like, that's the real reason he doesn't enjoy it. He couldn't juggle two women the way Marvin could. That's how you feel. That's how I feel. (laughs) Tom is funny and Tom is the guy you end up with after you marry Marvin and realize he cheated on you and then you go through a contentious divorce and then Mm. you're left heartbroken and you need a good, funny, doughy guy that's going to make it all better. And Pillsbury Pillsbury Doughboy is going to make it all better. And you're going to be like, okay, I can cuddle with you when I'm 40, but when I'm 28, I don't want to hit it. I want the Marvin that's going to be hot and that's going to, you know, make me do squats in bed. Oh my goodness gracious. Tom, I really hope you're not listening to this, man. Just just fall back, man. You don't, I you like don't have to... Tom. I listen, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm the anomaly. I would totally go for Tom. I've I've had enough Marvins in my life to know that Tom is the way to go. It's just we happen to learn that lesson much later in life. But Tom has no game, and that's just the reality of it. So of course he's not gonna relate to Marvin juggling two women at the same time. No, he was not. I'm sure in Marvin's brain, he was like, Marvin was like, Tamara, Raven, I don't get what the issue is. Let's do it at the same time. Like Tom would do a full threesome or sorry, not Tom. Marvin would do a full threesome and like be cool with that. And Tom wouldn't know what to do with that. Nah, he would be absolutely confused about it. Like to start. It's (laughs) that's interesting that you say that. I think, I mean, I think just, you know, Tom just comes from a different not different time. He is English, but just very, very different back backgrounds. You know, Marvin clearly, you know, does this with his boys all the time. You think his boy like, hey man, I was at the club and there was this one girl on one side, this other girl, oh thing, you know, and I had both of them. And Tom is like, hey guys, don't don't talk. To- I can't believe that you even looked at another woman in the general vicinity when your girlfriend is at home. You know doing what she's doing. How how dare you? There's very, very different lifestyles. And yes. that, that you know, continues to snowball Tom. Be like, is Marvin who he says he is? Or even just like, I don't really like Marvin as much as I thought I did, you know? And I think that is brewing into something that like, oh boy, you know, the, I don't know if it's going to be like a Cold War the way we've had before with different groups of people, but I think Marvin versus Tom is something that might, you know, might be something huge in the circle, which whew, I don't know. That's that's scary to think about. I think Tom could take him in the game. In the game, I was gonna say, because not in real life. He's, <laughs> in the game, yeah, yeah Marvin. That's a, that's a big dude. All right, so Sam invites Jen and Chaz to a chat because she likes both of them. She wants it to be. And that's alliance. I really, I really liked uh, this chat. I thought, you know, it's always nice to see everybody get together and, and talk. But I love, I like Chaz. You know, I think I don't know. I wouldn't say he's like. I would say he's like a a game player per se. But I like the way he plays his game. And you know, he's boring. Bo- he's boring. Listen, listen, listen. Tell me, he's boring. Zach, There's nothing Zach. exciting. Like Chaz is a nice guy. Chaz is the guy that you, you know, when you need a ride to the airport, you call Chaz. When you need someone. 
to help move your furniture in, you call Chaz. He's going to be there. He's dependable. He's reliable. He's another Tom. There's nothing really exciting there. (laughs) But, you know, at least Tom can crack a joke. And I don't disagree with you. I 100% agree. But I like the the change of pace. I like the, hey, man, you know what? I'm going to fly under the radar. I'm going to be a sweet, nice human being. And I'm like, wow, Chaz. You know, it's not that interesting. I'm not like clamoring like, oh, man, I would love more Chaz on my screen. But it's always like, oh, man, that's that's nice, man. Just being a good human. This is what bothers me about the Chazes, Jomi, is that they come in. They don't give a lot of effort. Like at least Shuby went hard. (laughs) Shuby's like, I'm going to blow this place. I'm going to crash the train into the circle. But at least Shuby gave something. He gave a try, right? I'll give Shuby credit for that. Chaz, I just feel like he's skirting by, you know? And I feel like we always have these in the circle and they come in Mm -hmm. and they're kind of nice and they're kind of friendly to everybody and they don't really make any waves and they kind of, you know, just skirt by and then they make it into the final five. And it's just like, but you, what did you really give us? What was your strategy? What was your gameplay? Like, how are you doing this? You got by because other people made bigger mistakes or made bigger moves that made them front runners or that dropped them to the bottom. And, you know, I don't like the skirter buyers. It's, it's, I guess, a fine strategy, but I like somebody that's ready to tear shit up. Yeah, you got to you, you want somebody's going to show you something, you know? Show me a little something. Yes. Like, where's the energy? Where's the pizzazz? Where's the, okay, I see it. Hey, speaking of showing you something, there's a glam party. Everybody gets all glammed up. They're, they show their those glam pictures, have a nice little dance party. You know, I don't, we see this every, every season circle. There's always like, you know, a little, you know, dance, like every, like what, four episodes is like a little dance party, nice dance montage. Yeah. And I, I just, like, I, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not saying I'm above this. I dance in my house all the time. I put on some music. I go crazy. You feel me? I'm not above it, right? But it's yeah. got to be nuts knowing like there are cameras watching you. And I'm going to look at you and be like, hey, man, Tom got no rhythm. You know? It's unfortunate <laughs> to see that. But I'm looking at I'm looking at these people. I'm like, guys, where's the moves at? Like, you know, show me some. You know, what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> Those are their moves. That's what they're doing out at the club. Trust me, that's oh, no. what I would look like if I had to dance on the circle. That's I would very look just true, like though. Tom. I would, I don't even think, because I don't even think I would, I would, they would have to cut all my scenes because the way that my <laughs> legs be moving and the way that like, okay, look, I got my hips do not lie. You know, me and Shakira, we share that. But my knees, I'm old. You know what I'm saying? My knees don't bend the way they used to bend. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to be out there, you know, getting low. You understand? See, like, it's just but not that's why they like wouldn't that. cut your scenes. They would put them on full display because it would be more entertaining. Exactly. And then it'd be like, Jumpy can't dance, which is not true. Okay, I'm just old. And then you'll become a gif on Twitter. <laughs> My ultimate goal. I'll just, just become a gif. That's what I so I that's what I do this for. That's what I work hard for. We get the a new person. And I and the last, Oliver, but their picture in the chat. Everybody's like, who's this? Who's this? And we get introduced to Oliver. What did you think of Oliver when the when he first showed up? I mean, he brought a lot. He definitely, you know, brings a lot of personality, brings a lot of, you know, definitely brings a lot. He's a full bag of tricks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved, I loved his energy coming in. He was like, hey, I'm here. For the money, I'm here to... If everybody says that, yeah, I'm here for the money. I'm not here to make seasonal girlfriends. And then when it's all said and done, they're like, these are the most, my best friends. I can't believe that I shared this summer with these people. Da, 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 da. That's what everybody says. But Oliver was like, hey, man, I'm here for this. I'm about to come in here. Let's turn some heads. Let's, you know, shake this thing up. So I'm excited to see... I'm excited to see how they play. Because, you know, like you He's said... He's not going to make it far. He's not in the final five. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I just the the last person that comes into the circle it's tough. just it's never tough. makes yeah. it. You never make it. You just and nobody ever likes you. Like I like that yeah. everyone's trying to pretend that we like Oliver, but n- nobody really likes him. Nobody like yeah. none of the viewers are like we enjoy him and the fact that he's being so authentically himself and he's got a great personality, but like nobody there's no genuine connection. He's not going to make any real friends in the circle. Like I don't have a lot of I'm not betting my money on Oliver. That's a good point. You probably save yourself a couple bucks there. 
This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a very delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Oh boy. When, uh, you know, the Pied Piper always comes, the bill always comes due, the chickens always come home to roost, and now it's Marvin's turn. Tamira opens up a girl's chat with Sam and Raven and tells him all about Marvin. And what's interesting is that, no, of course, Raven, you know, was like upset. But even Sam was like, hey, aren't, aren't Raven and, and Marvin like kind of like got this thing going on? Like even she knew. And so it was <laughs> we saw it coming. We knew like obviously they would share this. But to see it happen, to see it happen in real time was, you know, obviously you it was tough for me trying to, you know, support Marvin from the jump. But for you, you were like, yes. Ha-ha, my time. (laughs) (laughs) Vindication. My heart did break for you watching it, but my heart was a lot happier for me knowing that I called it. No, I'm I'm glad. I wish I just... It killed me to see Raven so heartbroken, though, because I was like, I knew it was coming, but she was just so distraught, and I was like, damn it. I knew this was going to happen, but I hoped that it didn't, and of course I'm right, because I'm always right, and poor Raven didn't deserve that. It was so hurtful. Like, obviously, you know. But I, I bet want... you anything that's going to make Raven the fan favorite. Oh, of course. Yeah. Everybody, you know, heart, heartbreak always, always, always makes some. If I ever come on a reality audience. show, I want someone to break my heart just so that the audience will have sympathy for me and love me more than the one that broke my heart. I don't want to be a heartbreaker. I want to be the heartbroken. Shatter my heart like Khloe Kardashian and get me some fans. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I mean, even Raven goes to Chaz and is like, hey, man, that boy Marvin was wilding. <laughs> and it's just like now, I mean, I, like I mentioned it earlier, but this has effectively cooked Marvin. I don't see him getting in the final five. I don't see him winning. Like, there's no way you bounce back. I mean, you could, you know, I'm sure he'll, you know, he'll find out and like they'll do the old policy thing. But I don't see a scenario where you come back from this, especially when everybody knows that you sold. Yeah, it was not. There's no redemption. I mean, again, had he played his cards right and had he taken some accountability and tried to show some act of contrition, I think there may be a way for him to win everybody back over. But at this point, it just doesn't seem like he knows how to get himself out of the hole that he's in because I don't even think he's fully aware of the hole that he's dug oh, himself. Probably not. Yeah, because you're looking at it, Tom doesn't mess with you. Now Raven is not with you. And now uh, Tamira, you know, when she, like, 
she found like, oh, that me and him and Raven had a thing is not what you, Sam, not what you like. You have Chaz now knows that she was wilding. You have put yourself in a hole that, again, I don't think that he'll be able to, you know, get out of. So we'll right. see. But ultimately, I don't I don't see it happening. <laughs> I love this part. Newbie revolution. Oh Shuby puts all the newbies in the chat. Everybody who was not an OG. And he's like, guys, we have to put it together. Us. The nobody is gonna stand up for us except for us, right? Who's who's with me? Absolutely nobody. <laughs> nobody is in the revolution. Oh my god. What what was he thinking? What was what was his thought process going into that moment? I don't I never know what his thought process is, but it's always bad. I think he thought, <laughs> let me, everyone's playing a game. Everyone's focused on strategy without remembering that when you're in this game and when you, you know, that like the purpose of the game is to gain supporters and you have to earn them, right? It's not just a packed out of necessity. Like a lot of the times there are relationships that develop and connections that are made through the circle because that's the whole point. It's a social experiment. It's a social game and you have to be social. It's not entirely strategy. And I just don't think Shuby is a strategic player. He doesn't think strategy. He leads with his heart. And that's what made him endearing in season one, right? We liked Shuby yeah. because, you know, it. he was honest. He was himself. He was very much like Raven. I'm just me. My, I'm going to put my heart on the line. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to try to form genuine relationships. And he's just not good at strategy. And I just don't think, I think he totally missed the mark, especially considering some of the newbies have been in the game for a minute. So they've had an opportunity to scope mm -hmm. out the map. Yeah. Like, why did he go like, so why did he dive in the deep end like that? I think is the the part that like boggles my mind the most, you know, why go all or nothing? You know, there his thing was go big or go home. Look, it makes for great TV, but it does not make for good strategy. Because I'm looking, I'm no. like, dog, you talk to you know, it's like a you you start with like a grassroots movement. You know, you talk to one person, then you talk to two people. Yeah, then he's like, all right, now instead of one person coming to a group of five out. six, yeah, it's like a group of five six coming like a group of one. But like, hey, look. All of us, you know, we've seen these people. They're not going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Why don't we? Yeah. You know, and then you're like, okay, now we got a group. Now we have like a, a mega alliance, essentially, right? Yes. To get all the... Make one friend and see who's friends with that one friend and then get that friend to scout out another person while you exactly. go and make another friend. And let's organically kind of bring this group exactly. together. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, um, you know, like a pyramid scheme, but for sending the... the the original zone, right? Yes. yes. But in that big a chat, nobody wants to, you know, incriminate themselves. Nobody wants to like wild out and be like, oh, we saw uh we saw Auntie Jen say something crazy in the chat. So now she gotta go home. Like nobody wants to get involved with that. And so I'm just interested to see how this could affect the rest of the season because this seems like a bold move, right? And if somebody's like, hey man. You know, Shuby was trying to kick out, uh, you know, all the new people. And I, I saw that uh, somebody has come in and said that they wanted Sam out. Then you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like we saw it like last season with um, Nathan, how he would just be nefarious for a lot of reasons. You know, nobody in the circle yeah. this season has shown to be that cunning or that willing to, you know, be wild like that. But it's entirely possible that just by being in that meeting, you could open yourself up to, you know, incrimination, despite the fact you were just like, somebody just put you in a group chat. You know what I mean? So I'm going to see who takes advantage of that, who starts pointing fingers. Because that, do you think it could be a big thing coming down the line in the circle? Yeah. I mean, listen, the whole point is at some point you need, even if you are leaning with your heart and trying to build genuine connections, at some point the strategy is going to need to come into play. And at some point you're going to need to throw a dagger somewhere if you want to make it to the end. And I think we're going to need to get a little more cunning in the game now. We've been a little too nice. We got a little spicy when we came at Marvin. You know, we, we've we had our moments 
especially, you know, Bruno leaving and doing shots fired at Sasha. Okay, but I feel like now we're getting to the end and now we really need, now it needs to be Knives Out. Great. You see Glass Onion yet? I did. It was good. It was good. It was good. Which one do you like better, this one or the the first one? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think I like the first one. This one was good, but there, there. I, I think I like the first one better. The Jamie Lee Curtis, like it was just. I like the first one better as the classic. I agree, I would agree with that. I but I think they're really both really good, enjoyable film on Netflix right now. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're here with savage questions. Woo! Jen says Tamira is the most two faced. I don't know where that came from. Can you enlighten me? I thought that was kind of out of out of like left field. It was out of, I didn't expect that at all. Well, I guess her her rationale was Tamara's the one I haven't really gotten to know the best. And, you know, Tamara's newer into the game. So if I had to choose, I would say her solely based on the fact that I don't know her as well, which I thought was a smart Auntie Jen sort of answer. Yeah. Okay. I, I could see that. Sam Axum asks Tom if he has any depth and Tom opens up in a, you know, Beautiful, beautiful story about him, his past and how he, you know, became the man he is today. And I thought that was, you know, we we get on the, we, we come in a circle and, you know, everybody has their own stories and it's always beautiful to hear. So it was touching to hear Tom open up and, you know, finally learn something about him for a change. Yeah, I feel like, listen, especially with games like this, they're meant to put people in the hot seat. And I feel like when you get put in the hot seat, the best strategy is always vulnerability. Always just kind of be like, all right, here it is. That's why Marvin could have had a great opportunity to take some accountability. But, you know, Tom obviously led with that. And it's like, okay, if they want me to be more vulnerable, then let me let my guard down and be a little more vulnerable and just be honest with them and hope that it pays off. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a, it was a nice change of pace. And I think, I think that'll work for Tom going forward in the, in the circle. Chaz comes for Sasha. It's not letting it slide. Why are you acting like a timid girl? That was nuts. That was wild. Why was, was it though? Here's the thing. Why what the 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 answer? Look, okay, so the question is bold, right? Seven questions. You know, it's like he was just very up up upfront with it. You know, why are you acting so timid? Da-da-da. And you think, wow, it can't get any crazier than this. It can't get any wilder. And then Shabam has the most insane <laughs> answer to the question. He goes off the rails. I mean, it just like, I get it. The, the whole point is to ask savage questions. And I think the question was intended to invoke a reaction. Um, but this is where you downplay it, right? You're not like, think about the person that you're playing. You're playing Sasha. And Sasha isn't feisty like that. Sasha would have come in and probably been, a, especially since the character seems to have been a little shy kind of going into it. Um, I just, it was very hot and it was very you know, guns a-blazing. And I'm just like, well, what point did we think that this was going to resonate with everybody and think that this (laughs) was going to help people like you anymore? Like, it just made you the biggest target in the group. I I can't imagine how he thought that would work and on any level in terms of, you know, making friends or make, like, making alliances. That just seems, that just screams like, oh, nah, you're not who you say you are at all. Right. Yes. Very defensive. But like, I guess in his mind, he's like, well, they're calling me timid. So let me show you the opposite of timid. I'm going to go full aggressive. But it just it was like way too aggressive. And it was just like, what are you doing? Like, you're really showing us that we've hit a nerve and that you have something to hide because you're doubling down way too hard. But listen, Shuby was terrible in the game in season one and Shuby's terrible (laughs) in the game season five. And of all the people that we could have brought back, like Shuby was just not the way to go. But I think the producers probably knew that they knew that his time was going to be limited, especially giving him Sasha as the catfish. I just, I knew Shuby was going to bomb and I'm glad he did because it's so much fun to watch. Hey, hey, don't ever use that word on me again. What were we? (laughs) 
What a disaster. I am not a fucking, I am not a fucking man. That's what he opened <laughs> with, with. And then don't ever use that word on me don't again. Me like, again. it was like, come at me, brah. And I was like, uh, wait, what? That's Sasha? Sasha yeah. suddenly got gangster? Like, what is yeah. happening? Exactly. <laughs> just, oh my gosh. It was just so. Like, Sasha went from being a total anarchist and let's take down the OGs to now suddenly, you know, Sasha's in the streets. I'm just like, what is going on? Like, wh- who is Sasha? Nobody knows. Just incredible scenes. Just incredible scenes. It's Marvin's time. Tamir and Raven both come for Marvin, and he doesn't. He doesn't stick the landing at all. At all. He tries to use, you know, oh man, you know, I'm a feminist. Da da da. All this stuff, and it um. Does not. I'm a feminist because I have a mom. That was his argument. I'm a feminist (sighs) because I have a mom and I happen to like my mom. And let me totally deflect from the fact that I'm being called out for leading on two different women. Like, no, I'm sorry. Tristan Thompson, throw him in the garbage. Not going to happen. You're cheating. You're a cheater. You played with these women's hearts. And I swipe left with Shuby and Sasha. Throw him out. I don't think we could put Marvin on the same level as Tristan Thompson. Not yet. Tristan Thompson is the worst of the worst. Like when we we have the cheating Olympics, he's the he's the Usain Bolt. He's the Michael Phelps. He's the Michael Jordan. Do you understand? Like that's a different level. Marvin just get he's just I feel starting. Like he's just Marvin has Marvin has the potential of taking us all the way to Tristan Thompson level. There's that <laughs> level of naivete. There's just that, you know, let me play with different ladies' hearts and just, you know, hope that I don't get caught and just not forward thinking, caught up in the moment. You know, I just, yeah, I know you want to defend your boy Marvin because you want some redemption. It's hard. It's It's hard. Tough, but you have but, to uh, think of what he did to Raven. Poor Raven's heart terrible. has been smashed into a million pieces on the floor. She's never going to recover from this. She probably has given up on love because Marvin broke her heart. Oh, oh God. I hope not. Raven, if you're listening, <laughs> you deserve all the love. All the times. I love yes. you. All right. Yes, well, same. It's ratings time. And like I, spe- I speculated earlier, but like, I, I just knew when I was watching, I was like, there's no way this goes well for Marvin. And he's last. And dead the, last. Dead last at eight in the the ratings. Sasha follows up at seven. Tamara is sixth. Not surprising, you know, new. Um, Sam yeah, yeah. is five. Raven's four. Taking a little bit of a dip, Raven. Jen at three. That shocked me. Really? That had me like, well, because... Like most, like people like Jen, you know, I'm not shocked. Like, for f- what got me was the three. Like, if she had been like, you know, four Raven three, I'd have been like, okay, cool. You know, f- Sam, you know, at three, Raven at three, Jen at four or five. I'd have been like, cool, makes sense. Jen at three, that's high. That's really high. I think a lot of people connect with Auntie Jen, and I am rooting for Auntie Jen. I, I, I didn't. I, I like them, obviously. And I, I thought they would just like, you know, kind of like how you mentioned Chaz, just like scoot by and just, you know, be nice and, you know, placate people and, you know, somehow find their way into the, the, the final five. But a three is great. It's shocking, but I'm like, okay, that's good. You know, that means that people are rocking with the vision and you can't be upset at that. Yeah. That means we got Chaz at two and at number one, our favorite dude from across the pond. Tom is our number one influencer. What a what a rise. What a what a rise for Tom. You can only you only, you know, you end up with him in your 40s, but right now he's living his best life. So so good for and him. And listen, he's doing exactly, and he's doing all the things that you want someone to do when you're dating a guy in, in his 40s. They're honest, they're vulnerable, they can make you laugh. They have a little bit of a doughy body so that when you're cuddling, it's comfy, you know? <laughs> So Tom, like, is think about it. If you're it. cuddling with Marvin, you're gonna feel safe, but you're also gonna feel like, oh my god, I need to hit the gym and work on my abs a little bit more. Mm. Whereas with Tom, you just are like, oh, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm hugging a teddy bear. Yeah, you feel at home when you were with Tom. Yeah, that's right. He was gunning for Marvin. He wanted to send Marvin home ASAP, but ultimately, 
the shoe bomb pack comes for us all. And Shuby goes home. Sasha's out of there. As much as I dislike Sasha and Shuby, I thought that that was a dumb move to make. Interesting. Now here, I was ready to give you some time. I was like, Zach, you wanted Shuby out of there. Here's five minutes. Cook. But you're like... I did. Yeah. But game strategy... Sasha is a hot mess express and Sasha is going to continue to dig her own grave that it's better mm-hmm. to keep Sasha in because she's not a threat to me. Sasha's going to continue to circle the drain. Right. I I could see that. So let's let's put you in the influencer chair. You have the decision. You can block anybody in the circle right now. You're Chaz, you're Tom. Who are you sent home in this moment? Raven. Ooh, that was Raven gonna... is the strong Raven I is the strong. I mean, I know fly. that would never happen. That's never gonna fly, and that would never happen. But if I had a magic wand and I could make one person at this point in the game disappear, it would be Raven because I think Raven has the strongest chance of winning the game at this point. Yeah. Even okay. at number three, I think Raven has the strongest chance of winning the game. There are too many cards stacked to support her right now. Yeah. She just got her heart broken. She's honest. She, you know, leaned with love and fell for Marvin and he broke her heart. You know, she is nice and likable. And, you know, there's just a lot going for Raven that I think she's the strongest competitor. Um, if I had to choose between Marvin and Sasha, I would keep Sasha because I know Sasha's not going to make it to the final five. And that makes it easier for me to gateway into that final five down the line. I'm not going to be a threat when Sasha's in the game because everyone's going to be gunning for her. And I would tell people I save Sasha because she's new and we haven't gotten a chance to know her that well. And I feel like we should give her a second chance because her game is been really hard up front whereas Marvin's been in the game a lot longer and here he is double playing people and trying to flirt his way to the end and that's wrong yeah yeah I don't think I got it all thought out I don't think Chaz would send Marvin home but at the same time with that logic then how would you explain sending Raven home I mean, I I obviously wouldn't say send Raven home because that would be dumb. But if I could have a magic wand to get rid of magically get rid of one player, the player I would have gotten rid of was Raven. Um Obviously, if you get rid of Raven at this point in the game, that puts a target on your back. So I wouldn't actually do that. But that would be who I would like to see kicked out if I were in the circle. At that yeah, that's, point the that's the tough part because you're you completely make sense. You If you're the strongest player, you want other strong players to get out of there. That way you're only surrounded by people who have no shot of winning. And then it raises your level to a point where like, obviously, can't let Sasha win, can't let Marvel win. I'm the only option. China, I can't imagine going back in the circle and be like, yeah, man, Chaz and I talked for, you know, however long. And ultimately, we decided to go home was Raven. You would be cooked. You'd be fried. Sam, like, they would just be like, what What's what the hell is wrong with you? You know, Raven was one of us, da-da-da-da-da. And yeah. I think maybe, and this is where, you know, Shuby, you know, God, you know, he's, he's at home, but this is at the point where you're looking at it and you're like, okay, the newbies have a shot. Yeah, you got rid of Raven for us. We'll, you know, continue to vote for you. And maybe you have a little something there. That's like, again, big brain would never happen, but it's it's a possibility. Yeah. It's risky, though. It's risky. Riskier than, say, riskier than all of Shuby's other games? Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, with Sasha going home, Gotta see somebody, and they go and see Auntie Jen. And <laughs> the favorite part of the interaction happens right at the beginning, where Brett is like, Shuby, Shubon for the circle. And he's like, dude, Brett from Big Brother? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, so you guys, everybody knows everybody's anthes. Just they're like, I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm also here. It's like, oh, that's, I'm also that's here, fun. Yeah. That's fun. And they, you know, and they're like, what show are you from? Like, oh, nah, you know, Real Housewives of Potomac. You know, I was uh, you know, <laughs> season one. You, you barely, I was in the corner. I was barely there. No, and then they go and they start spilling secrets to each other. Start spilling their guts. I think this, you know, might do good for Jen to hear everything Sasha has to say. Yeah. it's. Um, I agree. I think, I mean, well, I don't know. Shuby was not, like, what advice did he give them that was really great? Lead with your heart and, you know, and follow your gut. Like, uh, yeah, that did you so well. You lost the game twice. 
<laughs> you know, well, I mean, I think Shubi being in the circle, yeah, he did lose twice. But ultimately being like, you know, hey, you know, I was talking to so-and-so and they told me about this thing and, you know, there in a cup, you know, you know, it's like, okay, you know, you can take that with you and and hopefully use that to your advantage. But that's where we're at after eight episodes, you know. I mean, yeah, why? I mean, I I've never heard of somebody getting a redemption opportunity to come back into a game and and prove themselves and then they just totally bomb their legacy. Like at least Shuby was likable in season one and he comes in in season five and just like nobody is leaving this season being like, yeah, I like Shuby. He played smart. He hadn't, he knew the game. He's been in the game. He could have embodied Joey. He could have embodied Sammy. Like he could have done something that would have, you know, like copy somebody else's game. You've been in this before. You've made it to the end before. And now you come in and you're eliminated at your first opportunity. Bad. See, I knew you were going to have something to say about it. and I didn't think I could dislike him anymore, Jomi. I really (laughs) didn't think I could dislike Shubi anymore. And yeah, here we are. And so now, Sasha leaves Jen with a little bit of a gift. We don't know exactly what it is, but it reminisces of the hacking that they gave Courtney in season, was that season three? Season two. Season two, I think. Season two. It reminisces of the hacking they gave Courtney in season two. So is did Sasha give Jen like an upper hand here, leaving the circle? I mean, it looks like Auntie Jen is gonna have some sort of upper hand. Auntie Jen's gonna be able to screw up somebody's game from what mm-hmm. it looks like. And I hope that Auntie Jen uses that wisely. I mean, don't waste it on like a Marvin, because we already know Marvin's in the Cooked, tank, yeah. right? Like yeah. we have to use it on. Again, one of the strong players. I think this is an opportunity to come at somebody like Raven, hack her profile, get her to fuck some shit up with somebody else, and hope oh. that that screws up her game enough to to throw everybody off and to make sure everything kind of shifts. And then the only person you can really rely on is good old consistent Auntie Jen or Chaz. I think those are the only ones that can come out strong out of something like this when the game gets shaken up. I'd agree. Brett. Um, I don't seems, think that'll happen, but that would be no, a smart I, way to play it. That would be an excellent way to play it. I think, you know, we've seen Brett and Zanfi take shots, take chances of being like, okay, we don't want to be too nice. We don't want to be, you know, too complacent. Let's mix things up. Let's shake things up. And this is a big chance. I think Raven is an excellent person to go after, right? Because of all the things you mentioned. We'll see how that goes, but it's dicey. You know, it's always dicey to come after the big, the big, the big shark. You know, you don't, you become the king, you best not miss, you know, but wherever they go, that's why go and go, go big or go home. At that point, like it's not worth, it would be a total, total miss if they used it on like Marvin. There's no reason <laughs> yeah. to go after like it would there's no reason to go after Marvin. There's no real reason to go after Chaz cuz Chaz is just going to lay low and make it into the end unless they want to make Chaz look messy, which I think is possible because Chaz has had some moments where he's, you know, mixed things up a little bit where he kind of just like dabbles in and then lets the cards fall. Um who else? I mean, Raven would be the strongest person to go after, but I don't think they would actually do it. Maybe Sam. Sam's a pretty strong player, too. There's no reason to go after um, Tamara no. because I don't think Tamara is a strong enough threat. And then the new one, I, Oliver. Yeah, yeah I'm, we, he's not going to make it. I hear that. All right. So a couple questions before, you know, leading up, thinking about episodes nine through twelve. Do you think Raven is going to be able to forgive Marvin for his transgressions? Yeah. I think Raven's that nice of a girl that she will forgive him and she will be like, it's okay. I get it. It's just a game. We haven't actually met yet. And Marvin will be like, yeah, I'm a feminist. I have a mom. Did you know? Like, I have a mom and she's a female and that makes me a feminist. And Raven will be like, you're right. Like, Raven always sees the good in people that I feel like... she will very likely forgive Marvin and believe whatever BS he tries to sell us in these next couple of episodes. Mm. All right. We, we're two weeks down. We got two more weeks to go. Right now, Zach, who are your favorites to win? 
Oh, that's a good. I mean, I really like Auntie Jen and Tom. Those are my two favorites. I mean, I really like Raven and I want to pick Raven, but I just feel like Raven's the most obvious choice, you know, whereas I feel like Tom, I want to root for him because he's a good guy and there's been a redemption arc. Auntie Jen, I'm kind of rooting for for Jennifer because I feel like Xanthi and Brett were kicked out so early that I kind of like they also have that opportunity to come back and prove themselves. I think Raven's most likely going to be the winner of the circle. I don't think Sam's going to win. I don't think she, I think she's a strong player, but she's not a front runner. And Chaz is definitely not a front runner. He's you know he's going to be in like three or four. Yeah, I I think Chaz is laying back, you know, sitting back and has a chance. Got I I think I think ultimately you're right. Raven is the the big the head honcho, the the number one person. But I think Chaz has a chance. Chaz has chance. You know, he was two right now. You know, it's always those guys they sneak. And then, you know, you never know how the final voting is. Are they voting strategic? Are they voting hard? I feel like Raven would vote Chaz first. If Sam's still there, she would vote Chaz first. You know, I think you might sneak up. Yeah. You know, if I, had to make I a mean, pick. I can see that. I can see him sneaking up for sure, especially because he keeps getting high rankings. But I think that's actually a smart theory considering. He keeps getting in the top two spot. He keeps making that influencer level, which makes him a strong contender. And I think most people won't see him as a threat that they won't actually, you know, they won't see it coming. You see it. You see the vision. All right. Last question. And, you know, we all talk about, you know, who we think is going to win. You know, that's like fun. But who do you think think is your front runner? You think Chaz is going to be your front runner? Well, I think Chaz has the best chance. Or not the best chance. I think Raven has the best chance. I think Chaz in terms of how I've seen the game go so far, just somebody who's just been playing nice, they're playing cool, they, they're on the final day, and ultimately people like them the most, and they end up winning. You're like, oh my gosh, how did Chaz win? It's like, yeah. Chaz didn't make any enemies, right? It's not enough. You can make all the friends you want, but you didn't make any enemies, you know? Those are the boring winners. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you at all. Yeah. But that's how it is. That's how the game is played sometimes, right? So those yeah. are our favorites to win. But I think this is an interesting question itself. Who's playing the best game halfway through? Ooh, um, who has played the best game? I mean, it depends on what you define as the best game. Like Raven is playing the most honest game, and sometimes that pays off. Um, I think in terms, you know, Tom is being the most vulnerable and kind of having that full story redemption arc. Chaz is being nice to everybody and kind of dabbling in and not ruffling any feathers. Sam, I feel like, is also kind of playing that safer safer sort of game where she's not going too hard at anybody. Her strategy isn't too overthought. She's kind of just reacting in the moment. So I think they're all playing a good game. I don't know if anybody's playing a necessarily strong game so far from what I've seen. I, I can see that. I think for me, Auntie Jen's got to get a shout. You know, Xanthi and Brett went home first. Yeah. Right? But ultimately, they've shown like a cohesiveness between the two. And I like Auntie Jen. I like that there's a consistency there. And ultimately, I'm a fan. I've come around. I've come all yeah. the way around on Brett. When he first showed up, I was like, I don't know about this dude. But him and Xanthi, I'm a fan. And I I want to see great and beautiful things because I enjoy them. I really do. I think it's hard, you know, to pretend to be an old Southern woman, you know, who loves dogs and all that stuff. But they're killing it. So got to give them their props. Playing a really they're, good game so far. They're also the most forward thinking, right? Yeah. Like they always try to think, like even when they made the wrong bet on Sasha, it was about who they think is going to be the most popular. So at mm-hmm. least there is some strategy to their game, whereas I feel like everybody else is kind of just being honest and, and you know, not having as much thought put into their strategy. I hear you. I hear you. And with that, that wraps up episodes five through eight on The Circle season five zach i cannot wait to talk with you more next week on the well not the last we get the the last four batch episodes right episodes nine through 12 right again mm-hmm. thank you zach for joining me zach where can the people find you on the internet uh you guys can follow me at just plain zach all over the internet and currently i am doing recaps for real housewives of miami and as of next week going to be doing recaps for the traders on peacock both on it was all a stream 
Hey. The Ring of Reality TV podcast. TheRinger.com. What a great website. Thank you, as always, to our producers, Sasha Mack and Chelsea Stark-Jones. Check back into the Ringer Reality TV podcast next Wednesday. We'll, we will be discussing episodes 9 through 12. We've got so much good stuff on the Ringer Reality TV podcast feed. Right this moment, the great Johnny Bananas recapping season 38 of The Challenge. Rachel Lindsay is covering all the Real Housewives drama and more on Bravo. More from Bravo on Fridays. And you know we're keeping an eye on all the streamers on It Was All a Stream. See you all next week. Circle and chat. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.